Welcome once again to the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 76, recorded live on Thursday, September 25th, 2008. And here are your hosts, the man who's now doing the worst Italian accent I can actually do, Andy Lowe. Hi, that was just horrible. Yeah, that was supposed to be Italian? Yeah, wow. And the man who is now um, finally realizing that was supposed to be an Italian accent, Dave Pillay. Hi. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, because so, you had... You, you, go we, ahead. We had spaghetti for dinner. I had risotto. For dinner, so I was going to go with an Italian accent, but it seems I can't do Italian to save no, my... No, that was like, the first thing that came to my mind was the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> One spaghetti dish. Ah, ah, ah. Two, two spaghetti dish. Speaking of Italian accents, did you finally watch There Will Be Brawl? Nope. Damn it. Ha ha ha, you can't. Go watch it. No. Why not? You can't control my television watching. It's not TV. You can't control my media watching. It's really funny and really worth it. Uh, and what, what is it? Uh, how to... Hmm... Tell you what, let me read from the info page that I have up here conveniently. Okay. In a dystopian mushroom kingdom, corruption and avarice reign supreme. Even the greatest heroes of the land have buckled beneath the overwhelming will of the amoral elite. When a series of grisly crimes pushes an unlikely champion to seek the truth, a mystery unfolds that could completely destroy everything he holds dear. It's loosely, loosely, like, it's... It's Smash Brothers Brawl, in that it's the same characters, and you know it's supposed to be it's set in quote unquote the Mushroom Kingdom. So it's Mario and Luigi are, are like the the main two that it really focuses on. But uh, Ganondorf, Bowser, King DDD, and Mewtwo are four mafia bosses. It's set in what appears to be the real world with a couple tweaks. Okay. It's really good. Right. So anyway, Andy, yes. you like Dr. Horrible, right? Um, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, then maybe you won't like this, but you should at least give it a shot. Yeah, I gave Do- How long is this one? Uh, 14 minutes. It's only oh. the first episode, but like 12 minutes. Well, maybe. Well, just whatever. <laughs> I, I think that you should watch it, because I think you'll, you'll enjoy most of the references. If um, I don't enjoy it, can I do something to... Like what? I don't know. Well, no, I'm not going to leave it at like an open, can I do something. I mean, you can always do something. I, I have a feeling there's a specific set of things in your mind, though, that I'd rather not give you permission to do. Well, of course. That would be kind of ridiculous, especially with my mind. Right. So, no, I'm not going to say openly that you can do like whatever you want if you don't enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, then I apologize for, you know, asking you to watch it. I, I think it's really well done, though. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, what else are we going to see, Andy? You know what we're not going to see? What? The Large Hadron Collider working. <laughs> I love that, Dave. They get it all finally working. They put it working. off for months. They put it off for months. They're like, okay, well, just kidding. The world's not ending today. We're not turning it on for another month or so. And they get it up, and it runs for less than a week. 
Well, actually, um, nine days. Oh, so just over a week. Yeah, just over a week. But yeah, so they get it up and running on September 10th. And then on September 19th, a ton, literally a, a ton, not like a lot, but a ton of like liquid... pounds. Yeah, of liquid helium leaked out into the 27-kilometer-long tunnel. Oh, man. So all their wonderful... Um, Some of the magnets superheated, too. No, they're super-cooled. No, it's, it's supposed to be super... Like, certain elements that were supposed to be supercooled because of the liquid uh, helium became superheated because there wasn't the liquid helium there anymore. Yes. So, oops. There was something that was supposed to be like semiconducting and or superconducting and it stopped superconducting. Yeah. Oops. Yep. So, they're going to have to take weeks, literally weeks to heat up everything so they can fix it and then weeks again to cool, cool it down. all back down to negative 271 degrees Kelvin. Absolute or no, 1.9 degrees Kelvin. Okay. Yeah, almost absolute zero. Almost absolute silver. Zero. Silver? Oh, it, shut it, up. Silver. That's a new Andy word. <laughs> I don't have Zilver. words. It's zero. Zero. Almost zero. Almost zilch. Almost nothing. Almost nada. Almost mm-hmm. bumpkiss. Like the almost the cardinality of the empty set. Yes, the amount of time, the large, hard on, hard hard run. The, the, I'm sorry, say that again. The large hard on. What? How do you pronounce the large hadron? Hadron. The large hadron collider. The R and the D in hard on. Yeah, hadron. H a d r o n. Yes, not h a r d o n. Maybe I'm dyslexic. You never know. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, it is also uh, not officially named Halo. That was a suggestion from another company. What? Remember, there there was a company saying, hey, we should name this something other than the Large Hadron Collider. So they took a survey, and the number one result was Halo. (laughs) Right. Which I don't think was an intentional reference to the game, or the large device in the game that will destroy the galaxy, but... Uh, CERN said, thank you very much for the suggestion. No. I love how also, um, they have to keep it off during the winter. Really? Because of the amount of power, because they don't want it to be running during peak power, uh, usages. <laughs> nice. So they're just gonna, is that why they're keeping it off till spring? Yeah. They shut it down during the winter, which is partly done to save money on electricity during this period of peak demand. Wow. Yep. These poor guys. They were so close. (laughs) So we're not looking until basically late March, early April. Ah. Well, physicists have waited a long time for this to be ready. They can wait a little longer. Yep. Just keep waiting. They could, um... When, they, when they're waiting for their time, they can look at the uh, new clock that was uh, unveiled at Cambridge. Yeah? Yeah. I, I saw this clock. I didn't think it was worthy of posting, but evidently you did. It's entirely mechanical. Okay. Aren't most old clocks? Well, yeah, but this one is entirely mechanical. You look at... If you, have you seen the videos of it running? I have not seen videos of this clock running. They're, they've got LEDs that literally spin around. Okay. But it's entirely set up on uh, uh, slits, because the LEDs are always on. Right. So it's and they, got... they spin. Yeah. Mechanically. Yeah. Okay. I don't... It's a, it's a cool clock. It, yeah. I just didn't think... It, okay. It's a pretty cool clock. <laughs> Belittling me and my clock. 
I didn't think it was really worth posting, but evidently it is because you posted it. So therefore, I, I do think it's the the price point of the clock is a little ridiculous. Well, it is made from uh, what? How many carat gold? Twenty four carats, so yes. it's pure gold. No, twenty four is not pure. No, uh, it, it took a team of eight engineers and craftsmen five years to mold the 24-karat gold-plated face. What's this entirely mechanical, my ass, wound up by an electric motor? Well, you have to wind it up at some point with something. Use a pendulum. No, no, no. Pendulums don't wind it up. I know. But you, you don't need an electric motor to wind a pendulum. Gah. Oh, well. Interesting clock. But yeah, one million pounds. Like, not weight, but... Financial. So about $2 million. Yeah, about two and a half mil. That's not a lot of money for a clock. Do we have anything else money-based? Oh, the ESA is giving out money. ESA is giving out money. There we go. ESA is giving out a million dollars in grants to a bunch of people, including PAX. And like Penny Arcade Expo? That's what I thought when I first read it, but no. No, different PAX. Yes. I was PAX like, is hey. in like the Latin peace PAX. Yeah, it's a non-political, non-profit organization helping with gun violence in America. Okay. Why is the ESA giving out money, and how much are they giving out? Uh, a million dollars in grants. A million to each, or a million split amongst them? I don't know. They don't really say on their press release. It says nine diverse organizations will be recipients of one million dollar, or of one million in grants. Sounds to me like it's only a single million. Yeah. And they all have to kind of fight each other for the grants. Yep. Well, that's kind of sucky. But I was, I was kind of excited when I saw them. I'm like, hey, the ESA is giving money to Penny Arc. Oh, wait. <laughs> Oops. Not quite. Not quite. Do you know That'd be really on- cool. Do you know who's on the list, though? Who? Do you remember the National Institute on Media and the Family? Really? Yep. Nymph? Is on the list. Wow. So ESA is really trying to uh, patch things up, I guess. I, I guess. That's WGBH is also on the list, which you should know from um, PBS. GBH, no, like, sounds familiar only in that it sounds like a PBS station or a radio station. WGBH is one of the, is Boston, one of NPR's and PBS's main um, affiliates. Okay. They're they're one of the big stations. So, yeah, yes, it's really doing a broad range of people. Yeah. This is, I mean, between, you got animation video game producers. uh, Video game stuff, uh... Thanks, Good. USA. You've got the PBS NPR guys. You've got the Federation of American Scientists, One Economy Corporation, the National Institute on Media and the Family. It's a oh, it's good for good for the ESA. Yeah, they actually do stuff other than destroy E3. Yes, yes, they do, and try and make E for All something. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, so that's 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 a million right there for us. So that's good. Okay. Uh, China. China. Yes, China's yes. large. China's very large. China is still the most populated country in the world. Yes. Uh, India's getting close, but China is also doing rapid, rapid, rapid technology deployment. Mm-hmm. And evidently has gotten so bad that they're running out of internet addresses. Yep, because IPv4, because of the limited number of network addresses... Mm-hmm. Well, granted, IPv6 has also got a limited number, but it's a pretty big number. Well, you know, 
careful with that, Andy, because they thought IPv4 was a big number, too. Yeah, that is true. But... There's a lot of address... What is it? It's 256 to the fourth power? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Trust me, it's 256 to the fourth power. Okay. Uh, it's thousand... That's million... Uh, 4.2 billion addresses. From 0.0.0.0 to... 255.255.255.255. Okay. That is 4.29 billion addresses. Well, they are running out of them. Yeah. They're at 80%. Well, part of that is because the uh, China got a block of them. The U.S. has a block of them. Every like All the countries that are participating in the Internet were given blocks, and some countries have significantly more than others. Yeah. China did not get nearly enough. It seems so, because in um, 830 days, they are going to be out of IP addresses. Granted, what's that's three, it's almost, it's a little less than three years. Uh, a little more than two. can't believe they're going to run out of IP addresses. That is just crazy. Dude, we're starting to run low on IP addresses. I know. And we got the biggest chunk of anyone. <laughs> hey, did you actually ever look at those maps that they map out exactly who has what IP addresses? Uh, XKCD did one, if I'm not mistaken. And there's a there's a more recent one too. I just don't remember where to find it. It's yeah, like here, here's a map of the IPv4 space. XKCD.com/slash/195. Yeah, I mean countries get very little. Yeah. Although the USA has a pretty significant chunk, and then there's a lot of reserved ones. But the thing, well, I mean, like, but look how much Europe has the same number of IPs as Apple does. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Three chunks. Where's Apple? No, no. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, Europe Europe actually got a lot. They're just spread out over the map. Oh, I didn't see those over there. Okay. There's one off to the right. There's the bottom left. Is there... Does Africa only have one? Looks like it. North America got a, a bunch of them. Yeah. Okay, so Africa has the same number of IP addresses as Apple. I and, see one Apple. Where's the other? No, there is only one Apple. There's only one Apple? Yeah, okay. but there's also only one Africa. Yes. It seems kind and, of... I mean, some of these are, are kind of gone. I mean, does Bell Labs still have websites? Hey, in 2006, they still had that chunk right there. Yeah. That was, that was the beginning of the internet, way back when. They were just handing out big, huge chunks. By that, you don't mean to imply that 2006 was the beginning of the internet. No, no, but I'm saying... Okay. No, we, At the we, beginning yeah, of the internet. Yeah, at the beginning of the internet... They they just started handing out chunks to all the big companies like HP, Bell Labs, Zira. I'm trying to figure out where I am on this map. Where is it? One nine eight. You're uh, you're right above. Uh, look in the very right side. U.S. and various. Oh, awesome. I mean, according to this, you know, three years ago there were a fair number of unallocated chunks. Yeah, those could have been gobbled up by now. That's why I'm trying to figure out where the newer one is, but I don't know where it is off the top of my head. Oh, well. But this is, again, I kind of wish the entire infrastructure would be, but that's what IPv6 is supposed to be doing, except that... Yeah, but it's it's expensive to switch. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, though. <clears throat> it seems yes, like... Yes, and I think China is going to be doing that very soon, but it's expensive. You know what else is expensive? What? Uh, Photoshop. Oh, yeah. Holy oh. crap. Master Collection. All right, so Adobe announced Creative Suite 4, which, you know, it's been about 18 months. So it's about right on schedule. Yep. I mean, this is, it's almost as bad as Madden. 
except that Adobe actually updates their stuff. Yeah, but Creative Suite 4, you could pre-order yeah. it for yeah. $2,500. For the master collection. Mm-hmm. So that's everything. The, the entire Creative Suite 4, which, like, the only people who will need the entire suite are schools. And they'll probably get a... Uh, and maybe some, like, graphics companies. You can get education uh, licenses, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah it's still expensive, though. Yeah. Uh, maybe, like, ILM probably. would get the entire thing, but maybe are they just, like, using their own proprietary stuff? Or? I don't know. We'd have to actually talk to somebody at LucasArts. ILM, yeah. Lucas, the, the, same, the, same the, people. The ranch. Hey, as a student, you can get a discount. What's the discount? I don't know. Ed- education end users are full or part-time students, faculty, staff. Uh, doesn't give education pricey. <laughs> Here, uh, master collection for CS4 uh, for education, Windows, $999. So over half off. But still, that's a grand. But still $1,000. <laughs> you just want Photoshop, CS4 is $300. <laughs> For the education. All right, Dave, why would I want CS4 Photoshop? Why would you want CS4 Photoshop? Yeah. Andy, why wouldn't you want CS4 Photoshop? By the way, that's for the, yeah, that's for the extended version, so it's got the 3D stuff as well. Are you saying why would you want it over CS3? Yes. Well, CS4, as we have mentioned previously, has... Hardware ex- uh, graphics acceleration built into the program. So if you have a decent video card, it will offload some of the work that it's doing to said video card. Oh, okay. So it runs much smoother. So Photoshop, which was a graphics program, mm-hmm. never actually touched my graphics card. Your graphics card is a 3D accelerator card. Photoshop was a 2D program. And while 2D graphics does get some boost out of the hardware acceleration from a a graphics card, it was never all that much, and, you know, Photoshop files were never really that big. But now with Camera Raw and... You know, 16-bit, 32-bit color depth and things like that. The files are getting a little bigger. It's a little harder for the computer to keep up with it. And all the graphics card companies are now unloading these firmware and driver updates that say, "Eh, we'll give the rest of the computer use of the graphics card. So CS4 was written to take advantage of that. So CS4 is basically following the footsteps of folding at home. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Well, I mean, your your GPU is an incredibly powerful little computer. Oh, yeah. Uh, so other programs are now being written to take advantage of it. People are finally realizing, oh, we're not using this. Almost everyone has one, and they're pretty damn good. So, yeah. Uh, 3D stuff has gotten more advanced in Photoshop, where you can like paint onto a 3D object now. Uh, CS4 is also designed for multi-touch input. So, like the iPhone? Yeah, like, it it will have gesture recognition, things like pinching and squeezing and things like that. So I can finger paint on Photoshop? Yes, yes. That's my guess. 
Great. If you have a multi-touch input. Which is the Surface or the iPhone. Or the new MacBooks. Or the new PCs that have multi-touch screens. Or, you know, the computers that Windows 7 is being designed for. I'm still not a fan of this multi-touch interface. That's because you couldn't do it. I know, and I'm still not seeing it. It's like the Wii had a different interface than what we're normally used to, and it seems that we're... Andy, are you going to be a stickler? Are you going to be like, I refuse to move forward? No, no, if, if the thing works, I'll gladly move forward. But if it's not working... Well, but maybe, maybe it works and you just need to spend more time with it. If I need to learn something else that's not a QWERTY keyboard, I'm going to have to learn something else. It's going to be annoying. Yes, that's kind of the, the point of learning something else. Well, being annoying isn't the point, but learning something else is difficult at times. I don't so know. So anyways, there is a, a gentleman out there who very soon may need to learn something else. Who? Jack Thompson. Oh, ho, ho. was waiting for this one to come up. Oh, so was I. I was. I saw this. Uh, it came out today as we're recording yeah. on the twenty fifth. So I had been in class all day, so I didn't see this. And I looked on the site to see what Andy had posted, and I saw Jack Thompson. I'm like, no, 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 no. They did. Yeah, they did. They the the Florida Supreme Court has released their ruling. And Mr. Thompson is, uh, in 30 days from now, fully and permanently disbarred. It's actually above and beyond what the uh, recommendation was. Well, the original recommendation. Yeah. Uh, the judge's personal recommendation was permanent disbarment. They've also upheld the court costs of $46,000. No, no, $43,000. $43? Yeah. Oh, my bad. I don't have it open. I'm going from memory. Ah, okay. $43,675.35. And, yeah, he's kind of screwed. Oh, man. It's it's kind of funny, actually, like, reading the, the document here about all the stuff that he that they claim that he did. Yep. Oh. Uh, in the meantime, he has filed an emergency stay with the U.S. Uh, federal court. And is uh, not suing, but in this stay is is basically suing for all intents and purposes. Seventy seven people, including members of the Supreme Court. Wow. I assume it's the Florida Supreme Court. Yeah. Still. Uh, so he's he hasn't dropped it. He has thirty days to fight it. Walking out of his own ending hearing really probably wasn't the brightest idea. That's actually was bringing up as um, some of the uh, reasons. The evidence. Yeah. yeah. Saying that, like, because he walked out on his own hearing, you know, he, he's past rehabilitation. There's no point. Screw it. Oh, Jack Thompson. You realize he's not done. Oh, of course. He's going to fight this for the next month, and then he's going to get so many book deals, it's ridiculous. And then he can go on TV and say video games destroyed his life. 
Of course. Because he bought Grand Theft Auto 4 and lost his law practice. Ridiculous. God damn. What an idiot. Oh, he's... Charismatic, but he's an idiot. He's, um, passionate. Yes. He's still an idiot. Okay. For, well, I'm, from my perspective, at least. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm worried, though. I am worried that someone else will fill the void left by Jack Thompson, who will be smarter and as charismatic, and that could be dangerous. But in the meantime, Jack Thompson's done. All right, so um, completely off the topic, but going back to the clock thing, I kind of want to point out that you had uh, submitted for suggestions your polar clock at one yes. point. How far back in the suggestions are you going, and is I, that why you're so quiet? Yeah, that, that's why I was searching for the polar clock. What episode was that on? I, I just lost it because I just clicked away, damn it. Control-Shift-T. <sighs> no, I just closed all of Firefox. Oh, well, then you lose. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like the polar clock. Well, I like my clock. Well, okay, then. I don't think the clock's good. Well, you suggested a polar clock. I suggested another clock. The polar clock is better. Says who? I don't know. Um, you should probably take time to note that all of episode 74 is now online. Yes. Uh, you can find part one at rapodcast.net. Uh, you can find part two on epicdefault.com. Part three on leetmix.net. There, uh, Epic Default's finally back online after the wonderful Hurricane Ike. Yep. And they recorded recently, too, so they should have another episode up soon. Oh, that should be good. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. You and me both. Um... This was one... So, we talked recently about, I think it was actually last episode, our addictions. Yes. Or, or illegal drugs, which stemmed from our talk of addictions when Andy mentioned he was addicted to coke. Yes. Um, so, the most addictive game is, is arguable between one of two games. Yeah. Bejeweled. And World of Warcraft. And Andy and I both did suffer from World of Warcraft. Warcraft. I don't know if, I don't know if we suffered from Bejeweled. Not really. I did suffer from uh, Jewel Quest for a bit. And you probably did uh, Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest, yeah. I don't know if I'd call that one an addiction. It certainly wasn't nearly as strong as WoW. Uh, but now it's even worse. Because you can now download for WoW Bejeweled. Bejeweled for WoW. There's now a slash Bejeweled command if you put if you download this add-on. Brought to you by PopCap Games. And the story, like the background of this, is that someone else had written a Bejeweled clone for WoW. Yeah. And PopCap saw that and said, "Hey, we can do that better and do it official." And so they contacted Blizzard, and Blizzard said, "Sure, go for it." So there's now Bejeweled in WoW. It's not part of WoW, but it's an add-on. It's pretty sick. <laughs> Classic timed and flight modes. Okay, I could actually yep. see that. That would actually be... Yeah, those long... Was it? it takes like, two, I think, 15 Se- minutes. No, it's 17 fly. minutes from uh, Dark Shore all the way down to... Uh, Gadgeton. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's even further from from Winterfall. Oh God, yeah. So maybe it was twenty minutes, something around there. Oh, if you go from Winterfall all the way down to AQ. Yeah. Oh, that would be horrible. Pretty much down to Silithus. Yeah. Yeah. So flight mode might not be so bad. <laughs> it's a long flight. Usually, that's when you just page a warlock. Yeah. Uh, I remember though, years ago, because it actually was years ago. I had a slash Tetris command. <laughs> And it was the most amazing version of Tetris I had ever played. It was very, very, very well done. That is great. Granted, I'm still but playing anyways. Tetris on the Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, where did you pull that out of? My brother had a Game Boy Pocket, and I just held on to it, and I finally found Tetris, and I combined the two. It's like the one Game Boy game that I th- still found somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what, you don't have a Pokemon sitting around somewhere? Oh, God. No. No, oh. no, no, no. Aw. Why would I... I had you... my original Pokemon sitting around somewhere. Do you expect me to be a Pokemon person, Dave? Not really, no. Yeah, you and me both. Hey, guess what? What? I got my Wii back. Oh, it's it's finally there. It's there, it's been plugged in, and it's been used. <gasps> What'd you use... Uh, Ice Hockey, uh, Smash Brothers Brawl, Gal- uh, Geometry Wars Galaxy, and at some point I was hoping to start Metroid Prime 3 again. Again? Oh, I beat it a long time. I beat it when it came out. But there's nothing new and exciting for the Wii that you're playing old games over again. Games I've had for a little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought about getting Mega Man 9, but it's not out yet. And it's going to be released on Live Arcade anyway, so I'll just pick it up there. Yeah, that makes sense. So do you prefer Live Arcade to the uh, the WiiWare games? I I think so. I'm not sure why. I just I, They tend to call out to me a little more. I will say, it's kind of nice that you can gift games on the Wii. Why? Who's gifting you games? Uh, I've gotten one gift from someone on the Wii for a contest. Ah, okay. But you can't do things like that for live. You, you'd have to go and buy the points and send them the points. Yeah. Buy the card, send the card. Right. Oh, speaking of contests, though. Yes. This one, I'm going to actually try and get the podcast up as soon as possible, so people will actually have a chance in this. But HP is giving away 15 laptops. Really? Yeah. Freshman 15 giveaway. Including, laptop. so, so laptops, docking stations, media drive, printer, and oh. messenger bag. And what do you have to do? Well, they're uh, 15 different blogs are each having their own contest. So starting uh, tomorrow... Um, the 26th? Yes. There's going to be a contest at one of the uh, the link that I gave you. Yeah, I've got it. And then September 28th, there's going to be another one at Broke-Ass Student. Uh, yeah, every, every two days there's another contest. Yep. 
and we'll keep on going all the way to the 24th. But what, what is it a different contest on each one? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Each blog is going to have their own contest, their own whatever they want to do. And they're going to give away 15 laptops. Wow. So um, if you're looking for a laptop. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Even if you don't listen to this right away, if you're looking for a laptop. An estimated value of the entire package is $1,700. Nice. Nice. So, uh, okay. That's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, they, they, HP literally just gave them the things that are like, you can do whatever contest you want to do. No strings okay. attached. So there's going to be, <laughs> I, I'm kind of really curious cool. to see what some of these contests are going to be. Yeah. Which is a great oh, way HP. for, yeah, promoting Man, some that, of the blogs yeah. here. Talk about publicity, though. For Hewlett Packard, that's like such positive press. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, negative press. Uh-oh. If I may abruptly switch the topic. All right. Going back to law. Okay. Spore. Oh, and secure ROM. Spore and secure ROM. Sucky. Woohoo! Someone has sucky, filed sucky. a class action lawsuit against Electronic Arts. Because of the, uh, what was it? I'm guessing because there's nothing that said that on the sp- anywhere in any of the stuff that Sucky got installed along with Spore. Pretty much. Hmm. This is what happens when EA is extremely large. They can do things just, like this. I just got spam on Skype from Update Monitor. It says that Windows requires immediate attention. No, it doesn't. Attention. Security Center has detected malware on your computer. Um, Affected software. Windows Vista. Windows XP. Windows 2000. Windows NT Server 4.0. Wow. And they give a link at the bottom for you to, to scan your computer. <laughs> How very kind of them. Perhaps I should click on this link. And we'll just hear you power down. Yeah, my favorite line in this is, your system is affected. Download the patch. <laughs> uh, where's the report button? There is a report button. Tell me there's a report button. I don't know. I, I see no warn or... If someone finds a report button in Skype, tell me. In the meantime, I'll just block this user. Good call. Okay. Sorry, back to uh, Spore and an EA lawsuit. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a... Uh, suit is seeking over $5 million in damages. Wow. And how many people bought the game? Uh, 1.5... Is it... I think it's over at a million and a half last time, if I remember correctly. So, they you just, get like five bucks? <laughs> yeah. They just, uh, said what it was on some... Yeah. So, if the... If, if they actually win somehow in, like, some ridiculous alternate universe, this lawsuit, that means that, like, everyone who bought Spore gets five bucks. Woo! Oh, well, actually, minus the lawyer fees. Yeah, you're going to get, like, three bucks. Yeah. Right. But it would be a blow against DRM, and and that would be nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Dave, what is this this Sega's answer to 
Smurgeb. Smurge? You mean Super Mario RPG? Oh. It's sure. a Sega. It, it's from Sega. It looks like a Sonic RPG. You know, I never was a Sonic fan. We were in the Mario part of the generation. Yeah. Our our siblings were the Sonic part. Um, no, they weren't. Sonic was targeted towards people about six or seven years older than we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was he was targeted towards the teens, whereas Mario was towards the kids. I get you. Uh, so yeah, this just it looks like a game that is uh, releases later this week, September thirtieth, and it's Sonic on the DS. I don't know. I didn't add the link. Well, it's created by uh, Bioware. That should be good. Ooh. I am fans of Bioware. After all the stuff they did at PAX. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except I don't think it's... Cre- is it created or published by Bioware? I don't know. I just closed that link. Oh, well. Why do you ask questions after I close links? Why do you close the links? <laughs> Bioware created. Ooh. So there you go. All right. So this is more in your domain, Mr. Right. Communications Major. Yep. What happened in Wilmington, North Carolina? Uh, most likely what's going to happen everywhere else when the TVs change over. On People a, bitched and moaned? Yeah, uh, Williams, William, Williamton, North Carolina was actually basically like the test bed of what's going to happen when uh, everybody switches over. Because they, um, they volunteered basically to switch over on the 8th of this month. Uh, basically as a test bed to see what happens. And um, 1,828 people complained about not able... uh, uh, complained in the first five days of the switchover. And more than half were unable to tune into one or more channels. Yep. Oops. Yep. That was just that, like... They had the right equipment, and it just wouldn't pick it up? Yeah, because the uh, analog signal, which is what we currently have, you can go farther with an analog signal than you can with a digital signal. Mm. I don't know the exact science why, but I just know that's the case. Analog signals... It was a poor infrastructure. Yeah. Well, granted, digital signals, it's like it either works or it doesn't. Analog signals, you can have some snow, you can have some muddiness, but you'll still get something. Digital is all or nothing. Yeah. So the the uh, smaller digital footprint of um, actually the NBC affiliate in the area, um, 553 complaints were attributed to not being able to see them because of the smaller digital footprint. Oops. Yeah. And uh, the FCC is saying that this, this thing of the, how the digital signals are not going to travel as far could affect up to 15% of the TV markets in the U.S. Oh, man. And they have, what, four months now? February 19th. Yeah, about four months to get everything together. Thank God I'm on cable. Yep, I'm on satellite, so we're not going to have to worry about it. So I love the, the uh, some of the... Uh, some of the... Some, somebody took the Williamton numbers... About. Yeah. So, uh, the percentage. Yeah, and they, so if they uh, if they they scaled it up nationally, which is not very 
scientific, but they said if they just if like the same percentages in the whole U.S., um, it would be 1.1 million people calling into sure. the FCC to complain. <laughs> oh man, someone's gonna get fired if that happens. Yeah, but the only problem is though is um, the the, the uh, Williamton broadcasters actually still had their analog signal running a bit for for a couple days. They basically just had. Um, the a hotline number to call. So, like, mm. they weren't getting any signal, but they were just getting this hotline number to call. It's like, if you are reading this thing, please call this number. <laughs> Nobody's going to have that option when the actual changeover happens. Right. There's going to be no backup in case people look at things. So, well, the um, I don't know what's really I don't know what they can really do. I mean, they're they're going to go through with this as planned. Yep, and I've been starting to see, as you noticed during uh, Heroes and other programs now in primetime, they're starting to do the lower uh, crawls, and they're starting to do ads during primetime, yeah. which is oh, I've basically... Gotten a bun- I've seen a ton of ads for it, which is kind of funny because I'm watching it on cable. I know, but it's, it's an over-the-air broadcast if you're watching regular TV channels. Okay. So, but... On cable. Yeah. But still, if somebody's watching it with rabbit ears, yep. they're going to need to see that, especially I'm glad they're doing it during prime time. They're actually supposed to start actually uh, – I'm not sure if they're actually supposed to interrupt the the, uh, the programming at some point or not. But they're, mm-hmm. they're going to have to – they're going to start ramping that up even more and more when it comes to, like, the final days. They're actually going to yeah. like, interrupt programming and be like, look. <laughs> Take care of this now or you're screwed. Yeah. So February is going to be an interesting time. Very... We'll have to make sure to record on like the twenty-first. I just want to see how many people end their uh, analog broadcast. Well, actually, most people are going to be switched over to digital by that point. I'm kind of, mm-hmm. oh, I got to find my packet that actually had all the dates for when everything's mm-hmm. supposed to happen. Because the digital signal you're getting now is not the actual final digital signal. They're supposed to switch over to that at some other point. Hmm. Yeah, it's craziness. So mm, we'll we'll have to see. Yes. Yes, we will. Oh, all right. So what else we got, Andy? Um, a quick one. I'm, I'm kind of running out of juice. Well, we're we're almost at the end. Uh, quick thing. Okay. Um, Pell, the people who do like the political polling and stuff like that. Um, yeah. They did a survey on Tuesday. Well, they released it on Tuesday. Uh, with a national representative sample of people aged 12 to 17. So teenagers. Yeah. Um, 97% of them, girls included, play video games. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot of people. How many uh, representative sample of 1,100 young people? Yep. Wow. Margin of error of three percentage points, so 94 to 100%. Which it clearly can't be 100% because not all of them yeah. said that they do it. But, wow. Mm-hmm. 99% of boys and 94% of girls. Wow. I know. Jesus. Uh, 7% of those surveyed said they didn't have a computer at home but did have a game console such as the PlayStation, Xbox, or Wii. You know what's really sad is this is this is entering my mind as a gamer and then being processed as a future teacher. Yeah. 
and I'm going like, how does this affect me as a teacher? Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Time to learn how to write video games to teach math. Yep. This is kind of interesting here. Three quarters of the parents who were surveyed said they always or sometimes check the ratings on their kid games, yet half the boys who were questioned listed a game with an M or AO rating as one of their favorites. Mm. That's... Parents are lying. Yep. That's a lot of people playing games, though. Like, a lot of people. Oh, Andy. Yes. That's That's... How did we become mainstream? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is so bewildering to me. Yet, do you think we're really still, do you think we're mainstream? I don't know. All I know is that I was playing games before it was cool. I have an Atari in my basement. So you were playing games before it was cool, too? Yes. That's just crazy. And yeah. um, speaking of another uh, uh, survey, NPD did a survey. Yes. And what uh, was NPD's survey? Girls. NPD does a lot of surveys. Yes. But NPD does all the video game numbers and everything like that. Um, uh, gr- they examined how girls ages 2 to 14 spend their time in a typical week. And mm-hmm. it turns out that um, around the ages of 6 to 8, they start becoming interested in board games and virtual worlds. Huh. Yeah. Now is that is that like Second Life and Gaia and Sims or um, like Warcraft and Warhammer and I I doubt that um eight year olds are playing Warhammer. I don't know if you well Warhammer I don't know, but on WoW it certainly seems like there were some eight year olds playing that. Yeah. But wow. Okay. So, lesson of the day, lots of people play games. Yeah. And more and more people are playing them. Yep. And by At a younger and younger age. Yeah, by uh, 14, the girls are now also listening to music on portable, I guess, iPods and talking slash texting on their mobile phones. Yep. At 14. Mm. Yep. Oh, come on, Andy. If you and I had had phones that could do texting back in middle school you know we would have been doing that i i don't know probably not just we would have been doing that in elementary school if we had the tech i doubt it i don't all right npd mm-hmm. so there's there's the other survey okay which i caught right after the first survey the first survey, that's man 97 percent yep it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the one other main thing I have, well, two other main things I have. Yeah, these two are yours, so. Uh, one of them I actually got from someone sent me a link and said, hey, look at this. And that is Yahoo Board approved talks to purchase AOL. So wait, Yahoo was trying to not get bought out, but now they're deciding to buy AOL. Oh, yeah. Has AOL fallen that far? Well, depends which part of AOL you're talking about. Well, I'm thinking like AOL was like Time Warner AOL sort of thing, and then it just became Time Warner. Well, AOL used to be the walled garden of the internet. Yeah. And then... They didn't... Yeah, they didn't open up. They didn't up. Right. 
And so Internet Explorer and Netscape and then Firefox eventually just destroyed it. Yeah. That and the fact that people just got cabled direct from a company instead of dialing up to AOL. I don't know. Cable seemed to be still back like in AOL's heyday. Cable still seemed to be something that's... No. AOL, AOL's heyday was before cable when everyone had to dial up. Yeah, well, because okay. They were, they were the people you would dial. When do you think was the end of dial-up? Of dial-up? Dial-up yeah. hasn't ended. Yeah, dial-up hasn't ended, but I think most people now have some sort of DSL or broadband connection. Uh, I know, my parents finally got DSL, what, three years know. ago? I think the, the main rise of cable was probably around 2003-ish. Maybe. Uh, the rates started dropping, you know, pretty quickly, and uh, the companies expanded a lot. I would probably just see whenever Roadrunner got bought by um, Comcast. Yeah, it's probably a good marker. But yeah, uh, so Yahoo looking to to purchase AOL. Oh, it seems Roadrunner got actually got bought by um, Time Warner. Hmm. Yeah. It seems so. Huh. Own the pipes and own the what goes through them. All right. So the last thing that I have on the list, Andy. Yes. If you, our dear listeners, recall, Andy and I made a bet some time ago. Almost like a year ago, maybe even almost a year ago. No, it was more than a year. Oh, it couldn't have been. It was. It was before we changed the site. It was in the the late 30s, early 40s, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. And we, that's not even halfway back. Well, almost halfway back. Andy and I made a bet that the G phone, Google's phone, would come out before Duke Nukem Forever. And this I said one, it would, and he said it wouldn't. Yes. I said Duke Nukem Forever was going to come out before... I don't know why you said that, but you, I, we had been talking about the G phone, and you picked something else that you thought was vaporware and had no chance of coming out at all. Yeah, because it was both like, ah ha ha, the G phone, whatever, it's not going to happen, but it would be really cool. Yeah. And so Andy said, "Well, I, I think Duke Nukem Forever will come out first. I said, "Well, I think you're wrong, and we'll bet lunch on it, or dinner, some meal." Yes, and there was there was some vagueness as to the rules, but we finally laid it down that it has to be a Google branded phone. It doesn't need to be a phone produced by Google, but it has to be a Google branded phone. Yesterday, T-Mobile announced the G1, which you can guess what the G stands for, which is an Android-driven phone. And if you flip the phone over on the back, you see a nice. 3.1 megapixel camera, and just below that, the Google logo. Oh, if it wasn't for that frickin' logo on the back. So, Andy owes me lunch, or dinner. How's the chop house sound, Andy? Oh, that's just mean. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. I haven't gotten a... Oh, I'm starting my job on Monday. Oh, congratulations. Yes, so... This is the temp at Pfizer? Yeah. Oh, wow. I just looked at our uh, the feed burner feed just to try and see when episode 30s were. 
I just realized yeah. that it's our that's our first logo on the the uh, feed still. <laughs> Oops. So the first logo is on the feed. The second logo is on our site, and the third logo was on the buttons. Yeah, I like the new logo. I think. Yeah, I, I think the the red on black worked very well. I kind of don't like the second one. We should fix that. The the one that's on the site, yeah. the front page. Well, you have the dimensions. I know. I should go fix it. I should find time and, and put together that random generated one from user submissions. But that would be kind of fun. That would be hard. Why? It's just a random generated number. It, it, yeah. Not quite. Anyways. Anyway. Speaking of randomness. Hey, what a perfect segue. Yeah. Although I kind of wanted to talk about the G1 a little more, but we can hit the random topic. Well, we're running out of time, so. Okay. Random topic it is. Rolled a five before um, Dave got on while he was still eating dinner. So and what do you use your laptop for? I am actually currently using my laptop to serve the internet while my desktop is recording the podcast. I'm using my laptop to talk to Andy while he records the podcast while my desktop serves the internet. <laughs> um, but I also use it for many other things. Yes. Laptops, yeah, oh, laptop was great during school, except yep. for when I needed to print stuff out. Really? Yeah, because there was no any place to go printing. Things. No way to do that. Oh, yeah, there was only I, um, the only the I, school labs itself. I print off my own printer. Well, yes, I had that at home, but if I'm on campus and I type something right. up on my laptop while I'm sitting outside, I have to go basically email it to myself so I can go into yep. the computer lab and print it out. I just wish oh, there was like a printer somewhere that I could just print from. Plug in. Yeah. Yeah. There is there is a, a very nice website called drop.io. Okay. Uh and there's a, also a really nice plugin for Firefox that interfaces with it, but it's basically throwaway online storage. So you can make it permanent. And in fact, I think I set one up for RA Podcast. I know I set one up for my personal use, in that you can just throw a file up there. And if you want to just do it on a one-time thing, you can throw it up and it'll automatically expire after no one touches it for a while and it goes away. Uh, and it generates a random string and you just copy that down and you go to that and type in your password later and you can get back to your files. You get like two gigabytes of storage space. Why don't you just do the the? Isn't there a plugin for Gmail to use that as online storage? Yeah, but then you're limited by a couple things. Okay, so the ten megabyte, or is it twenty megabytes now? I, I don't know. I don't remember. But this is a larger limit. I would just say you just pack it in a WinRAR to make the each segment a certain size. Throw it up on yeah. Gmail. Take it down again but, wherever you're at. You don't and unrar it. Yeah. Or you could just throw it onto drop.io as a single thing. If it's an audio file, you can play it directly from the site. If it's a picture, you can view it directly from the site. Fine, I could see that. It's a pretty useful little site. Grant, I do have to say, using the laptops on the cross-country trip has been... Oh, God. Oh. Saved us. Had the cross-country spreadsheets... I, I think I found those the other day, actually. Yeah, I've got. I see both of them on my desktop right now. I never actually um, have one for this year. Forgot to do one. Yep. Ouch. Well, I kept track of gas 
So I've got all the gas receipts because I hand wrote them down. I'm like, in case something goes wrong, here are all the hard data for gas. But we never kept track of drivers or anything else like that. Mm. So so I, I have one other thing. What do you use your laptop for? Oh, well, uh, that's not what my other oh. thing was. That I use it for gaming, uh, audiovisual, watching movies, things like that. Pretty much anything I use my desktop for except really intensive games. See, I don't really game on my laptop because it's. I specifically not. made it. I bought one that isn't a big, beefy game machine because right. I don't well, want to. Well, neither is mine. Yeah. But I can run a couple games. I can, it runs WoW. I can run Civ 4. Yeah. That's about it. That's all you need. Yeah. Yours runs Minesweeper. Oh, yes. <laughs> Trying to do Minesweeper with the touchpad. Yeah. Especially with so, the tap click. Oh. Oh, you can turn down the sensitivity of your tap clip. Yeah, I know. I, I think. I downloaded the driver for it, so I can do that now. All right. Uh, the one other thing was that I, I was going to ask you, because there was a Woodoff yesterday and the day before. So I was asking, I wanted to ask if you got anything. I actually didn't know there was a Woodoff going on. How do you manage to... Don't you have Woodalizer running, or do you only do that during the Woodoffs? I only do that during the Woodoffs. Oh... Yeah, there was a Woodoff. Oh, okay. I picked up um, 1.25 terabytes worth of hard drives. Oh, my. A 750 and a 500. I, well, I don't know. Right now I'm just, because I've just finished up all my classes. Mm-hmm. So um, six months from, what, end of August? Yeah. I'm going to have to start paying back college bills and such. Ouch. So, Woodoff is basically not on my list of priorities. Yeah, I, I could see that. Oh, maybe your $0 budget for gaming thing is going to come in more handy than you thought. I haven't... Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> easy. When I go into the, like... When I'm wandering through, like, Myers or something, you just wander back to the game section, you look at all the stuff, and you're like, well, I can't get anything for another couple of months. Oh, well. <laughs> Makes life so simple. Yeah, Have yeah, you played yeah. this? No. Nope. <laughs> what about this? Nope. I did find out, though, that uh, they're giving away uh, Red Alert, the first one, for free online. Yep. I saw that. So I'm going to... I actually have gonna... never played the original. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out. All right. Because it's free, so... Well, have fun doing that. Oh, yeah. I actually just discovered my CDs for Red Alert 2. They're sitting right here in front of me. So you could play the Red Alert trifecta when the third one comes out. Yep. Or I could do my schoolwork. Yes, I don't have to do schoolwork anymore. Yeah, I do. Alright. So whenever I get back into Ann Arbor, I will um, buy you lunch, dinner, something. Yay, food. Yep. And I, awesome. I, I guess that's the end of this I one. think so. Okay. <laughs> that's that's not our usual ending, but okay. Well, uh, I run out of we, things. We to don't. Yeah, say. we both were, were dead. I'm tired. Do you know how long I've been up? I've been up since like seven o'clock this this morning. Uh, you and me both. And I'm doing it again tomorrow. Uh, you and me both. I got to be at Pfizer at eight a.m. Ouch. Yeah. I have to be at Pioneer High School at eight thirty. Well, I guess we should probably go to bed. Yeah. We can't All be right. late night gamers anymore, Dave. Woo-hoo. Oh, God. All right. Well, I think we're done then. Yeah, it's sleepy time. All right. Bye, everyone.